I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast from BRX. Last week, I had a little-known musician recording as Airport People, and he was talking about his approach to ambient piano. This week, I've got a very well-known artist talking about the same thing. It's Daniel Lenoir, and if you don't know that name, then you haven't heard music by Harold Budd, Brian Eno, John Hassel, U2, or Bob Dylan in the last 30 years or so. Lenoir has produced or collaborated on records by all those artists, in addition to releasing music under his own name. Now he has an album that is a response to troubled times and is much more reflective called Player Piano. It all started with uh, my gentle piano playing that my good friend Margaret Marison loves. And um, she said, you should make an album of this kind of playing because it really resonates with her. And she says, uh, in this big, fast world with a lot of noises and distractions, it'd be nice to have something tranquil. Daniel Lanois. I'll have his story in a moment. Before we get to that, I want to tell you about Echoes Online. You know, you're probably going to be traveling somewhere where you can't hear Echoes, but you could take the perfect travel soundtrack with you by getting a subscription to Echoes Online. Echoes Online gives you 24-7 on-demand access to Echoes shows. There's also exclusive online-only streams and Echoes programs without the talking, just the music. Just get the free Echoes app on your cell phone and you can take Echoes with you pretty much anywhere you can get a signal. Go to echoes.org to find out more about Echoes Online. And now let's open the lid of Daniel Lanois and Player Piano. Daniel Lenoir is another of those artists for whom many people have heard his work, but most don't know who he is. He's produced albums by U2, Bob Dylan, and Emmy Lou Harris, to name a few. He's collaborated with Brian Eno on his Ambient series and the album Apollo. He also has several solo releases. He's a musician who you will usually see behind an acoustic, electric, or steel guitar or a recording console, but his new album finds him in the chair of a piano, and it's called Player Piano. I'm speaking to Daniel Lenoir on the Riverside.fm app from his studio in Toronto. He resides in a former Buddhist temple. Yeah, let me uh, move the camera over a tiny bit so you can see. Yes, um, the monks were moving and I, I took it from them. It's a very nice environment, so they're still on the walls here keeping an eye on us, yeah. As he moves the camera, you can see eastern decorations on the far walls. Lenoir himself looks pretty much like he has for a while, dressed in black with shaggy long hair, a scruffy short beard gone white, and deep luminous eyes hidden by dark sunglasses, all topped by a black baseball hat. He's been at the peaks of rock and roll, producing records like this. He's also produced records like this. Oh, 
and he's collaborated on records like this. But Lanois has a new album that is a departure, even for him. It's a solo piano release. It all started with uh, my gentle piano playing that my good friend Margaret Marison loves. I work with Margaret. She takes care of my business in Toronto. And um, she said, you should make an album of this kind of playing because it really resonates with her. And she says, uh, in this big, fast world with a lot of noises and distractions, it'd be nice to have something tranquil. piano playing will call to mind one of his first musical triumphs because you can't talk about ambient piano without citing Harold Budd. His pioneering works in restrained beauty with Brian Eno and his own string of solo recordings influenced a generation. No one knows that more than Daniel Lanois who produced Budd's seminal recordings Plateau of Mirror and The Pearl. I love those records, and uh, when we lost Harold uh, recently, a good friend of mine, Ryan Warrell, put on the uh, the Pearl on rotation at the temple in the in the lower part of the temple. When I walked in for work, I heard Harold, and it sounded even more adventurous than I remember from back in the day. And so it was a nice moment for me to recognize that uh, sonic exploration really. Uh, lives on and so I was really in a great place with Eno and Harold. We got to a very special place with our commitment to exploration and coming up with sounds that had never been heard before. All uh, sonic exploration aside, the beautiful melodies that Harold had a knack for, they've lived with me since then, and so I've tried to be a purveyor of melodic culture. (laughs) And so uh, Harold's in there somewhere. called this a solo piano album, but being Daniel Lenoir, it could never be simply that. He employed three different pianos on the album, some of them with acoustic treatments on them, all with some kind of ambient processing. He has three pianos, an upright Steinway, a V in Toronto, then an upright Steinway in LA, a K, which is a bigger one, my favorite one and then a Steinway O, which is a small grand. And what we did with the O is we uh, added a layer of material on 
on top of each hammer. So as the hammer strikes the string, that's the uh, contact point. So we, we added a little bit of a topping to that, which brought the volume down to about half and really took the harshness out of the piano. I don't like harsh sounding pianos. I like soft pianos. For the upright, we just hung a tea towel between the hammer and the string. <laughs> and that seemed to do the job nicely. I think one of the back mics on the soundboard was a, a ribbon microphone, and ribbon microphones are kind to the low mid-range, so um, that part of the voice, or the more Elvis part of the voice, uh, the piano also has a little Elvis in it, and so the ribbon microphone is kind to that. What Lanois has described is now fairly conventional piano muting practice so common these days, but he also added in some technology. You can hear it on a track like Inverness. Inverness is a single piano. I've been improvising Inverness for years now. <laughs> the processing is such the, uh, you hear what might be a, a shadowy orchestra playing along with the solo piano. That's just an old trick, variation on the old trick, if I could reduce it to a trick. What I do in the studio by enhancing source material in such a way that it becomes uh, almost a musical companion. So it's playing with harmonics, really. And some of that I do in the mix. I will allow the piano to strike a resolve, let's say. And I could cue up my machine at the resolve, and then it plays. And while the sound rings on, I quickly wind back and punch in. So it sounds as though people knew the chordal cue and joined in at the right time. The title of Lanois' album, which reads Player, Comma, Piano, is a bit of a double entendre, a bit of description, and a small homage. And also, it does sometimes sound like a player piano. The title came from my friend Simon Carmody, who was a great writer out of Dublin. I said, Simon, I've made a piano record. What Come up with the title for me. He says, well, how about Player, Piano? That would be good advertising. And, you know, there's a Kurt Vonnegut uh, reference as well. That's not so bad. And he says, don't be too mysterious. Just You're the player and there's the piano. <laughs> the upright always has a little bit of parlor or saloon in it. And I think people are comforted by that.
He also uses a bit of drum machine sound on some tracks, but these aren't always contemporary loops. They also harken back to an earlier time and an off-the-wall influence. Oh, you mean Timmy Thomas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> For those who haven't heard it, it's a song called uh, Why Can't We Live Together? And what's wonderful about it is it was a major hit of the time, and it's just Timmy at the organ playing and singing, and the little beatbox, I think it was a Lowry, uh, and it had uh, an onboard beatbox. Drum machines have come a long way since 1972, but Lanois loved that sound anyway on a song called Lighthouse. actually played organ on the album besides the piano, getting a haunted house sound on Twilight. I used the Lowry Festival, which is a, a vintage organ from the 70s, very nice piece of equipment. I played an organ part on the song, and it was not very interesting. I thought, well, I sound like a session musician just playing chords and melodies. So instead, he sampled moments of his organ playing. But in this case, the sample would be uh, a longer one maybe an entire phrase or a half phrase. If I'm lucky enough to get a good sample and I treat it in such a way that sounds interesting to me, then I run the whole song and wherever I get lucky with, oh, that's a nice collision right here, a nice harmonic compliment at that point, then I drop in and that becomes part of the, the side chain of um, compliments, let's call them, that exists on their own track. And then when I mix all that labor that I've put into the side chain. It sounds like I'm a great organ player. In fact, I'm not. <laughs> Holly the hangs over player piano. In 2020, Lenoir lost his mother, then Harold Budd, and of course, there was the pandemic. Well, there's definitely a melancholy in the work there somewhere. You're not too far off. Everything is a reaction to something. That kind of loss, as a friend of mine put it, just to be aware of the impermanence of it all. So that makes its way into our work. We don't think about that as teenagers. But then as time moves on, we, we realize that nothing stays the same. So if it shows up in the work, then I think that's a good thing. We should be responding to what's happening in our lives. The dynamic of player piano is far from the world of U2 or even Lenoir's own solo records like Acadie or his band Black Dub. Lenoir's assistant, Wayne Lorenz, who was lingering in the background during our interview, may have had the most apt description. Wayne Lorenz, uh, he's a good voice of reason, and he paid me the greatest compliment recently. He says, yeah, this is really good bathtub music. <laughs> so, even though he worked on it with me, he listens to it when he takes a bath. <laughs> ¶¶ 
Holly Sounds of Daniel Lanois Player Piano. It's out on Modern Recordings. I will have a link to Daniel Lanois Player Piano in the posting for this podcast. Just go to echoes.org. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org. O-R-G. I'm John DiLiberto. This has been the Echoes Podcast from PRX. See you next time, tonight on the radio, somewhere in the country, or at Echoes Online right now, or whenever you want.